Right. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living, Damn. spoke it till existence. Voila. More change than 50, got more cars than Diddy. Oh I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250. What's up, guys? Andy Frisella here, and this yeah. is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society, and welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, I see a lot of you who are out there starting on 75 hard. And I also see a lot of you getting towards the end of the program. Now, if you're doing the program right, you're starting to see the results of the program. You're starting to feel the difference. You're starting to see the difference in your pictures and people are starting to notice. And as you get towards the end of the program, you know what's next. Phase one, okay? It's coming up next. It's coming up hard. One of the requirements of phase one is three critical power list tasks. So I wanted to put out a reminder to you about what the power list is and what it means to win the day. So I wanted to present you guys a special throwback episode that has all the information you need about the power list, what it is, how to use it, and how to make it effective for you. The information in this show is just as relevant today as it was when we recorded it years ago, and it'll help clear up some of the confusions and questions you guys have been sending in and asking about what the three critical tasks on the power list means. So here you guys go. Episode 107 of the MFCEO Projects called Win the Day. And a lot of people will tell you that this is the most valuable podcast that we've ever created. If you agree, I'd appreciate it if you paid the fee. What's the fee? The fee is this. Tell a friend. Make a post. Share the show. We don't run ads. I'm not going to sell you a bunch of bullshit here. I'm here to serve you and help you guys figure out how to win at life. And all I ask is that you help us grow. So if you could do that, we'd greatly appreciate it. With that being said, let it roll. I want to be a motherfucking hustler. You better ask somebody. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MFCEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. As always, guys, I'm here with my co-host, Vaughn, the impaler, the pastor of disaster. What's going on, my man? Things are good. Would you call yourself a blue-collar kind of guy? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. So I was listening to Bernie Mickless this morning, which those of you who don't know, it's a sports radio show in St. Louis area. And he was telling me, you guys probably know about this. This is probably old news. But there's apparently a major league baseball player who's really good. And in his in the off season, he's a plumber. Just simply because he likes to work hard. Hey, man. Do you know anything about that? Look, no, I don't. But it makes sense because people that like to work like to fucking work. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're working at your primary thing or your secondary thing. They're going to give 100% at everything they do. I actually just sent a text out to my management team this morning about that. Okay, there's nothing that somebody can say to you or to anybody else that's going to make you have that quality in yourself. And I'm talking about, you know, we talk about paying attention to the details and I talk about wiping the piss off of toilet seats or mm-hmm. sweeping the floors perfectly or doing the little things that need to be done. And people think I'm exaggerating. They think I'm making something, uh, an example for, you know, that makes sense at the time, but I'm not. You know, if I have to go sweep a fucking floor, it's going to be perfect. If I have to go uh, do whatever it is, I'm going to do it the right way. And people either have that quality or they don't. And I personally believe it's an essential quality and success. People enjoy 
the achievement. They enjoy uh, doing things and accomplishing things. And they take pleasure and pride in what they do, whether it be something like hitting a baseball or practicing your pitching or uh, putting in a new toilet. Right. Perfectly, so it doesn't leak. I think it makes total sense. You know, I think most people hear that and they're like, "What the fuck are they talking about? That's crazy." He's got millions of dollars, well, right? That's why you don't have millions of dollars because you don't fucking think right. Right. I figured you'd like that. I thought I thought it was just great in a, in a mindset that is so prevalent is that you know most athletes. Well, I shouldn't say most athletes, but a lot of athletes would think that they were beyond that. Of that course, they were, they were too good for that. Of course, but he's in the off season wiping toilets clean and fixing pipes and I think it's I awesome. He awesome. set himself up for a career yeah. after baseball. You yeah, know? well, that's true. I know a lot of guys who own plumbing companies that are fucking multi, multi, multi millionaires. Yep. You know what I mean? And yep. you got to learn how to be a plumber before you learn how to be a plumbing company. Yeah. So before we get too much into our banter, we've got a special treat for you guys here today. Um, we are going to talk about something that has to do with mental toughness, productivity, and getting shit done. And because of that, we decided to bring on a special guest. You guys who have been around the podcast for a while will know exactly who I'm going to talk about here in a second. Um, so I'd like to welcome Ben Newman to the show, our resident mental toughness expert. What's going on, my dude? Andy Vaughn. Man, it feels good to be right back here with you guys. Yeah, so I'm we're going excited old to school. be with you. We're going old school. <laughs> old school, baby. Fuck me, right, Ben? Yeah. yeah. Nobody. Oh, Tyler's here. Tyler's here. Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody likes to be around Tyler. It's Tyler's birthday, though, so if y'all want to I left him out because it is his birthday. Yeah, I didn't want to make he, him feel too special. Is it really your birthday? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. How old are you now? 3-1. Jesus. You're still wetting your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got no comeback. For That's that. right. That's, uh, still piss so, my pants. You know, back to your story, and yeah. I'm sure Ben agrees, you know, out of all the successful people, you know, Ben spent the last year touring the U.S., speaking to big groups, speaking with a number of big names, including Jerry Rice, uh, Ray Lewis. I mean, some some accomplished, accomplished athletes. Have you ever met someone successful that doesn't have that quality in terms of like whatever they're doing, they take pride in it, no matter if it's something little or something big? I'll go as far as to say they love it. Yeah. You know, I I spent over 10 years, as some of you might remember, in the financial services industry and performed at a very, very high level. I, I, I really enjoyed that work. But I, I'll never forget, and I think this is such a, a great lesson for everybody listening. I remember hearing a speaker, and he said, typically what holds you back is something good. And I just replayed that over and over and over and over again in my head. And I realized, because I was still growing the speaking company and the writing company while having this other practice, and I said, why am I trying to control? I'll do a little bit over here. I'll do a little bit over here. And I said, I'm just going all in. Whatever doors open, I'm going to walk through those doors. And the next thing you know, I was spending 100% of my time writing and speaking and coaching, and that was it. And I'm doing what I love. I have not worked in years. And I think there are too many people who are just held back today by, well, I'm comfortable doing this over exactly. here. And then they complain about their comfort. Right. Well, don't complain about your comfort. Go do something about the fact that you're just comfortable. And a lot of times, that Major League Baseball player, that's probably what he really loves. Right. And I'll, I'll tell you, our dear friend Tyron Woodley, who, you know, when you think about, uh, you know, killing it every day and getting after it and mental toughness, all the amazing guests that have been on this show, right? You think of Tyron and what he just did in this fight. Anytime Tyron and I share the stage and speak, Tyron always says, people tell me I'm a fighter. I'm not a fighter. 
Fighting is something I do twice a year. He goes, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a father. I'm a businessman. That's what I love doing. Do right. I love fighting? Yeah, I love it. But I only do it a couple times a year. His real passion is stuff that has nothing to do with fighting. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. He's found, just like this Major League Baseball player, plumbing is probably that guy's love, not throwing a baseball or playing third base or whatever position he is. So I think for everybody out there, if there's something holding you back, it might look good. But that good thing might be what's keeping you from doing what you were really destined to do. 100% agree. I think people people, <clears throat> people enjoy comfort because it's what we're always told we're supposed to have. We're supposed to be comfortable. We're supposed to feel good. We're supposed to have low stress. Guys, if you have low stress, I can promise you another one thing. You have low fucking performance too. Because... Just like a diamond is created by pressure, so is a diamond in your performance. So is the pinnacle of performance. So you have these people who seek and, and try to find the most comfortable situation for them when really what they should be doing is trying to figure out how to leverage the most pressure on themselves so that it produces the highest level of performance. You know, it's not a popular thing. And most people, you know, they'll look at you when you say that and be like, well, fuck that. I'm... I'm cool drinking Budweiser's in my driveway with my fucking neighbors. But if you're somebody who's trying to be something else, if you're trying to grow to a point where you want to become whatever it is you want to become, whether it's in your, you know, personal life, whether it's in your, you know, financial life, whether it's it's in anything, you've got to live you've got to figure out how to be uncomfortable and you've got to learn to live in that place all the time. The one thing I know about every single person I've ever talked to who I would consider successful, okay, and I'm not talking about somebody who makes 10 grand here and then blows 10 grand at the club on fucking bottle service and then makes another 10 grand and then, you know, goes on this trip. That's not success to me. I'm talking about, you know, enduring success, people who win at things that they do, whether that be their fitness, whether that be their, their uh, entrepreneurial ventures, whether that be at home. Like, let's take Tyron, for example. Tyron is a guy who just went out and bashed that dude's fucking face <laughs> in, man. And unfortunately, it ended in a draw, which I didn't agree with. But at the same time, you know, that, that dude gives the same amount of effort to his family, the same amount of effort to his, his entrepreneurial ventures, the same amount of effort to his fighting. There's not things that he, like, in his head, he's, like, trying to, like, balance it out on how much effort he can give. If he's doing it, he's doing it, all of it, and everything he can. And that's the thing that I think people lose when they talk about, you know, what they're trying to achieve because people try to find the efficient way. You know what I mean? And, and because we're used to trying to, to find the efficient way, what we end up doing is cutting off a lot of the stuff, right? Like, you're trying to become aerodynamic and move through life at the with the least amount of drag. Everybody thinks like that. But here's the thing. You know those things that are the drag? That's where you learn how to be fucking great. That's where you learn how to, you know, you learn the new skill. You learn the new communication. You learn the new uh, media way to advertise yourself. You, you learn all the new shit that can help you evolve. But since everybody tries to cut that off because that's what we're taught, right? Go through life with the least amount of resistance, the least amount of stress, the least amount of, of things that frustrate us. You end up getting to a spot where... You got enough money to pay your bills. You've got enough money to, uh, you know, go out to dinner a couple times a week. You're not starving, but you're not really where you want to be either. And you don't know how you got there. And that's what happens whenever you don't develop that skill of giving 100%. My, I'll be 
totally frank, because I know my guys listen to this podcast. My guys that I manage personally, my biggest frustration with them is that when I am hard on them and push them, they run. When I tell them a good job, they quit running. And dude, that's a bad fucking sign. You know what I mean? You should be the kind of guy who runs as fast as you fucking can every single day when you wake up and, and get out of bed. Because if you don't, somebody else is going to do that. And you don't you shouldn't need someone to convince you that you should be better or can do more. You know, and I understand some people don't have the confidence, right? They don't have the belief. And sometimes that's an issue. Like they don't believe they can achieve these big things or they don't believe they can do more than what their parents did or what more than what their friends do. So instead of, you know, it's not an effort thing. It's a belief thing. But, you know, you've got to figure that out on your own because if you don't believe in yourself, I can guarantee you that nobody else is going to believe in you. You know, it's just the way the world works. You know, Tyron, Tyron was talking about being the champ for two fucking years before he was the champ. Longer than that. I just knew 10 years. I knew him for two years before that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, Ten years, but I, I, I think what people want is people want I'm going to be the champ, but I need to know that it's going to happen tomorrow. And people don't realize that success really comes down to having grit. And what is grit? I know a lot of people listening aren't going to want to hear this. Grit is a series of monotonous behaviors repeated over and over and over and over and over again. When I shared the stage with Ray Lewis, Ray literally said, he said, I'd go to work on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, and then I would do it all over again. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's every day. Yes. It's not choosing, hey, a couple days I'm going to work, I'm going to get some results, and then I'm going to take some time off. Grit is monotonous behavior. Everybody knows exactly what they need to do. And just like Ray said, it's the same thing Jerry Rice said. All these successful people, they all say the same thing. Jerry Rice said, give 100% all the time. And he said, there's no excuse for not giving 100% when it's 100% your choice. How could you, at most people in your job, you know what you're supposed to do in a, on a daily basis. When you choose to not follow through on what you need to do, that's 100% on you. Yes. You know what it takes to look in the mirror at the end of the day and say, I gave it 100%. So why, why is it that people resist, you know, a guy like Jerry Rice, arguably the greatest football player to ever play. No question. Give 100% all the time, always give, and people resist, ah, I don't know, is that possible? And I'd say for everybody out there, heading into, close your year strong, but heading into 2017, when you hear a statement like that, from one of, because I like being pushed by the greatest of the greats, not somebody doing good. Right. Like, give me an example of the greatest of the greats. Whatever is holding you back, fear, doubt, uncertainty, that company's too big. They've got more capital than I do. Just let it go. Let it go and just get after it. Stay focused on the things that are going to drive your success and do it every single day. Not every couple days, every single day. You know, dude, you made a really good point in there that I want to point out. You said you like to be pushed by the greatest. Like I had a guy, a friend today, you know, it's no secret that I've been working my ass off this year to get back in shape. And I didn't even recognize you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, people are starting to notice it on social. You know, the people who see me every day, they're like, holy fuck, man. But like I've been starting to let people kind of see what I'm doing and show them because I want people to be pumped for this coming year so they can do it on their own. You know what I mean? 100%. Um, So anyway, I had a friend and he's like, he texts me today. He's like, God, dude. He's like, you look so awesome. He's like, you fucking killed that transformation. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't kill anything yet. I'm like, I'm still doing it. I said, when I start making the rock look fucking stupid, <laughs> then I'll say I killed it. 
you know, but like he, th- he thinks I was, he wrote back, ha ha ha. Like, like I was joking, but I'm not fucking joking. Like, I think people who win hold themselves to the highest possible fucking standard of competition. You know, Jerry Rice isn't holding himself to every other receiver because Jerry Rice already knows that he's better than them. So what is he holding himself to? I want to be the greatest of all time so far, so much so that no one could ever fucking catch me. You know what I mean? And how do I do that? I practice harder. I play harder. I do everything harder than everybody else every day, not because I'm excited to do it, but because I know that's what I have to do to get the result. And, you know, let's talk about fitness for a second, right? Dude, fitness is fucking, it can get pretty fucking boring, especially when you're when you're 50, 60, 100, 200, 300 pounds overweight because you're literally going in the gym, busting your ass, eating these foods that you're not used to eating, okay? You're making all these changes and you're looking in the mirror and you're not seeing any fucking change. And like, dude, that's frustrating. That is very, very hard to do and it's hard to continue to do. You know, um, when you get leaner and you get more in shape, you can literally see the results on a day by day basis. But when you're that much overweight, you can't. So it takes a tremendous amount of faith in the work to know that it's going to pan out for you. And, um, you know, I think that when it comes that fitness and, and business and career are so parallel in how they work, because you were just saying, you know, dude, grit come in and do the monotonous things over and over and over and over and over again. All right. And if you do that, like Ray Lewis said, come in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you're working as best you can dude. that needle is going to fucking move. And just because you can't see it moving, it's fucking still moving. You know, it's just like whenever you're, you're 400 pounds and you get to 350, you don't look that much different. You get to 300, you look a little bit different. But man, when you get to 200 pounds, everybody's like, holy fuck, what'd you do? And that shit takes time. It takes time, you know? And I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just, my frustration lately has been people who cannot self-start and, and stay in motion. You know, I, I can't relate to that. I don't understand it. I think I think one of the things, and it's for the younger generation that's listening, it's 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 what you're taught in sports. I mean, how many times on the podcast here have we bitched about the fact that you get trophies just for showing up, yeah. right? So here are these people who get into their jobs, whatever whatever your career is, and you expect a result tomorrow because you got a re- you got the same trophy the kid who got first place got. So there, there's no incentive to work harder. There's no incentive to to take a look at a soccer game or a baseball game and say, where are my gaps? Where's my opportunity? What more can I do? Because they're brought up to say, why would I do more when I get the same damn result at the end? Yeah, you, you know, I think there's a lot to that. But you know, but you see, you and I and, and everybody at this table is old enough to know what happens if you don't fucking do that. You end up to be, how many people do you see a day uh, do we hear about through email Vaughn who are 40 something years old. They haven't really been able to accomplish anything. Now they've looked back and they say, where'd all the fucking time go? You know what I mean? And it went by like that, you know, and, and I don't know what I did wrong. And it's not that you did wrong. It's that you just weren't told the truth of how it's supposed to be. And I'm telling you right now that if you don't learn how to get a hundred percent on every single thing that you do and take that pride in winning, whether it's fucking doing the dishes or whether it's you know doing a multi-billion dollar business deal, the, the win is the win. Like, I get excited about both those things. But if you can't develop that opportunity, 
um, or that mentality to, to capitalize on that opportunity every single time, dude, you're not going to get very far when it comes to career life because there's no value in people like that. Dude, cogs, people who show up, put in their time, punch their clock, and basically run shit on a, on a maintenance level, there are, dude, there's a million people that can do that. If that's what you do, you have no fucking special skills. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you've been told. There's a, there's millions and millions and millions of people that can be trained on a job to do something and maintain the course of action. The real value is the people who come in and make an impact, who come in and lead, who come in and develop more leaders. They take ownership. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, like it's, it's, it's so hard for me to understand how you can't understand that, you know, and forever and still, you know, I see people who think that because they've been in a situation for a certain amount of time that they're entitled to something. You're not fucking entitled to anything. And in fact, if you have that, that idea about the way things work, let me tell you what's going to happen. The opportunity is going to come around. You're going to be in your situation. You're going to say, hey, man, I'm next in line. You know, I've got it. I got it made. I've been here for seven years. I'm, I'm chilling. Uh, and the young hungry dude and your performance is going to be slipping and slipping and slipping and slipping. The young hungry dude's going to come in with that hunger and that fire. He's going to be winning, 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 winning. And when it comes time to make that decision, here's what the conversation sounds like. Well, we got these two guys. We're looking at moving up in the company. You know, so-and-so has been here for seven years. So-and-so has been here for six months. You know, fucking six months, this dude's busted ass, and he's hu he's hungry, he's hustling. You know, he's on it. Man, for the last six months, this guy who's been here for seven years, he's really slipping. Like, I don't think he's going to come in with the right fire and enthusiasm and get it done. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to miss your shot. You've got to always perform. You've got to always be your best. You've got to always do the most that you possibly can. Because if you don't do that, the opportunity, if you're not performing at a high level at any given time, there's opportunities that, that slide through your life that you're going to miss. And it happens, dude, ask anybody who's 70 years old how many opportunities they miss because of that concept. Yeah. I guarantee you they will all have a list a mile long of shit they could have done had they been doing the shit they needed to do at that time. Now, they might not all admit it, but I guarantee you it will impact them in a way. Dude, I've even asked my dad that. My dad's been like, oh, yeah, you know, I could have done this, 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 and this. You know, my dad was quote unquote, a successful person, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so we're 15 minutes into this and you guys have already dropped truth bombs and spitfire and you're going like an 18 wheeler, but let me, let me back up just for a second. And if, if possible, let's formalize this discussion a little bit yeah. because we, uh, we obviously talked a little bit before the podcast about, um, Talking about what goes into just kind of starting from scratch and talking about what goes into a successful person, which is, of course, what you've already been talking about. But what is the anatomy of an outlier? Because that's what the MFCEO project is all about. It's about being unique among, you know, mediocrity. So, Andy, if we do that, if we start, if we re reboot and start over, success begins, I've heard you say it again and again, in the mind. So, I would love to hear what you have to say about you know, principles and practices for how to enlarge your view of your own potential. And then also maybe along with that is clear thinking from both of you guys on how do you, how do you approach goals? You know, how, how do you approach goals and dreams that, that really mean something? Yeah. Um, from my experience, most people have no clue what they want to do. You know, if you ask them what they want to do, 
you know, on the spot, they'll make something up. Like they'll give you this deer in the headlights look. Ben, you know what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. And, and they're making some shit up, like as you're standing there. And the sad part about like the way people think is that they're not thinking five years down the road or 10 years down the road because they think that's a million years down the road. When in reality, think about the last five years of your life. I mean, dude, I could tell you mine went by in the blink of an eye. The last 10 years, all right? Most people don't think like that, but you can make tremendous amounts of progress in that, in that time. You know, I think most people severely, severely, severely underestimate the amount of progress that can be made in five years, and they overestimate the amount of progress that can be made in five months. And I think that's what fucks with people's heads so much because they are just they 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 should switch those two and they'd be on the right track. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is that most people, you know, they're they're concerned about Friday night. They're concerned about Saturday night or Sunday's plans. You know, to go to Home Depot and Bed Bath Beyond and have a nice little Saturday. You know, they're not thinking about their next five five fucking years and what it's going to take on a day by day basis to get there. And I think that. I don't really know why people do that. I think that maybe they haven't done the personal development work that, that I've done or that, that Ben, you've done or Vaughn, you've done to think ahead. Maybe they think they're not in control. Maybe they don't believe because of the environment that they're in that they can actually achieve more. But there is no question that if you're not thinking about your future, if you're not thinking about what you want to achieve, if you're not visualizing yourself being in those situations and teaching yourself how to believe that you are going to be in that situation, it will never, ever happen for you. So practically, though, how have you done that? I mean, you, we've talked about vision well, boards in other episodes. Yeah, I do. I do things. I do all the cheesy shit that you read about. You know, like I have vision boards. Um, I have, you know, things that I do in the morning at night routines. You know, at, at night, one of the biggest things I do is visualize myself at night. Um, and I still do this. And... I'll tell a story about this. You know, back in 2005, six, seven, that's when I started learning about the visualization. And I started, I didn't really believe in it, but I'm like, fuck it. What's it going to hurt to try? So I started visualizing myself. And this is back when I was driving a 2004 Dodge Ram. All right. And, and dude, that was a great truck for me. I loved it. I'm not saying it was bad, but my life has changed pretty drastically since then. Um, and I used to, you know, visualize myself i'd visualize i visualize myself um pulling up to a private plane in a lamborghini okay and like i would try to see it and i would like look out to the left and i would like visualize the door going up you know i try to see the color of the lamborghini i i I would uh walk up to the plane and i would feel like the handle going up the, the stairs like um like and i would try to see like the chrome and then I would try to walk in the plane and like see the detail and try to make it a real vision. Not and like it's challenging to do that. If you've ever tried doing it, it's really fucking hard, but it's important because what you're doing is you're ingraining this this belief and you're ingraining this dream in your brain. And there's a lot of things that are powerful that we could talk about here in a minute that have to do with that. Um, the other thing I would see, and this is back when I was bare, I was getting paid $695 a month. So I had no reason to fucking believe that like, oh yeah, I'm really going to be driving a Lamborghini or I'm really going to be, uh, you know, flying around on private jets. The other thing I would, would visualize was me speaking to a big crowd. Okay. And them all clapping 
and and cheering after like I got done speaking. So that's what I would always try to visualize. And I would try to see the people in the crowd. I would try to see like, you know, if they were white, if they were black, if they were Asian, you know, I try to see their clothes. I would try to see like if they're a man, if they're a woman, like I would try to see it. And it's very hard to do. And I challenge you guys to try and see things in the detail that I'm talking about for yourself because it's hard to do. And I had that same dream over and over and over and over, not dream, but vision purposefully for years. And this is back when I had no reason to think those things. Like I had no reason to logically believe that I could do those things or that, but you know what my fucking life is like now? I drive a fucking Lamborghini every fucking day. I haven't flown fucking commercial, but one time in the last three years and I speak to people all the fucking time and usually they fucking clap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying like, there's a lot of power to that and, and you can't, you know, people call it the law of attraction. Some people call it God. Some people call it this or that or whatever, whatever the fuck you want to call it. There, it's metaphysical, it's quantum physical, which there is quantum physical proof of these things actually doing this. But I could give you a ton of examples like this that we talk about the power of visualization. Um, can I can I unpack what yeah, you're saying? Because yeah. I, I think I think it's, it's it's really powerful. If everybody is following what Andy's saying, is that he took an opportunity to paint onto the canvas of his imagination exactly the life that he would have. And we're not talking about 20, 30 years ago. But then what happened was it was a choice. It was a choice. Andy had to say, I'm either going to take it, I'm going to pull it down, and I'm going to put it right in front of my face, and I'm going to do something about it every day, or I'm going to wake up and I'm going to stare up at the sky and say, one day, maybe this will happen. There's a big difference. If you're visualizing and just praying that something's going to happen, it takes prayer and it takes work. You know, the mental toughness playbook that we use that everybody, I mean, it's been given so many times on the podcast, but freeplaybook.net, go get it. It's the six proven mental training tools. Everything Andy just told you, you can go through that entire experience for yourself in the playbook. I was just thinking of the I am statements. Right. The the I am statements are so powerful. So I'll I'll share an example about that because it's the same thing. And what I want to do, because this is a key component, and I know Andy does this because he pushes himself to be around great individuals that are great, powerful examples. So I'm going to share a lot of things, which a lot of times I don't talk a lot about me, but I'm going to do this and I want everybody to pay attention because what I share after I tell you some of the things that have happened are the most important thing that keep my ego in check and keep me working every single day. Six years ago, yesterday, okay, I went back to my high school, Ledoux High School, and I went back there because one of my coaches had called me, my former head coach, he was, he was the assistant at the time, and he said, Ben, he said, will you come and give a, a pregame speech for the basketball team? We're playing Parkway Central, they're ranked number 13 in the city or number 10 in the city, whatever it was, and he says, that, like, the team is underperforming, come give a speech. And I went and I fired up that team to connect to the hard work it would take to go and make something happen that night. They won that basketball game. They knocked, That was my first talk, my first work in a locker room, my first real work with athletes, only six years ago. And shortly thereafter, an I am statement, I started telling myself I am the performance coach for professional and collegiate athletes, and I am the motivator to empower and inspire high performers to work with guys that are at the top of their game in business, top of their game in sports. And I don't say this to impress anybody. Now, wait, now you're it's, saying, now, clear, I'm just going to clarify this. He's saying these things before, when he's only given one talk. One talk. Mm-hmm. Okay? Remember Muhammad Ali, man. You know, you gotta believe I, that knew, you're the greatest I knew I was the greatest before I even was the greatest. 
And now now you fast forward six years because I think what happens is people have this disconnect. I'm going to have to wait. To, great, Andy, and I, I really love that example, but it might take 30, 40 years for me to ever get there. So in six years, and I say this humbly, everybody, I've had the opportunity to party with the Patriots on the field after their last Super Bowl. I have a national championship ring with the North Dakota State Bison. I mentor almost 18 players in the NFL. I now work with guys in the NBA, professional golf, pick a sport, guys performing at their highest level, having impacted championships, all Americans in high school, all Americans in college. But here's the coolest part of this. I still push myself every single day by having the right mentors. So I just shared some of the successes, but check this out. This past year, I was at the national championship game with the North Dakota State Bison. That's the team. Carson Wentz was the quarterback, now with the Eagles. We were going for a fifth straight national title. Saturday, January the 7th in Frisco, Texas. I'm on the sideline, firing the team up, preparing them to go out and do something that had never been done. We won that football game. My mentor, a guy named John Gordon, was on the sidelines of the national championship with Clemson on January the 9th, Monday night. And those are the types of things when I look back and say, I got the right mentor. You know, it's a mentor where I'm with the team competing for an FCS championship. He's there with the FBS team, Clemson, the top of the top in the country. North Dakota State's putting out unbelievable NFL players. But that's FBS versus FCS. And I look back, and I'll never forget it. I sent my mentor, John, a text, and I said, thank you. Thank you for being an example of showing me what it always means to get to the next level. And I've been chasing uh, John ever since we spoke for the first time together in 2009. And he keeps growing and growing and growing. And you know what? I pray I never catch his ass. Because if I never catch him, I'm going to continue to grow and push myself. And I think that's the key. You have to have a visual, you have to have have visualization of where you want to go. Believe in yourself with those I am statements. Just like Tyron said. I'm going to be the greatest welterweight to ever walk the face of the earth before he was the champion. Right. Right. It's so consistent with all of these great individuals. But you got to make sure you stay humble and you stay hungry and you surround yourself with people that are going to push you so that when you have great success, you recognize you're just getting started. So let me jump into I I have. This is something I'm kind of like thinking about in my mind as you're talking, and I've been thinking about this the last few months too um is people hear that right and they just have problem with the belief part they're like you know people their dad always told them they were shit everybody always told them they were shit blah 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 they have every fucking excuse to not believe you know um for me that i can relate to that a lot because of the fitness journey that i was on you know i started this year at 335 pounds all right and completely fat as fuck. And I had, even though I have been in tremendous shape many, many times in my life, I had a very hard time believing that I was going to be able to do that again at that point. Okay. Um, right now, I'm pretty fucking lean at 267 pounds, 267 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal, baby. <laughs> All right. The, you know, and, and people are like, well, that's a lot to be lean. Well, I'm fucking lean, dude. I'm built like a fucking NFL football player. All right? Um, here's the deal. You may not believe right now. You may not believe that you can do these things. You may hear us speak and think, yeah, but I don't have this skill. Or, yeah, but 
my mom told me I was shit or yeah, but I come from a trailer or whatever it is that you tell yourself. But here's the thing. The work always comes before the belief. All right. So what you need to do and what I mean by that is that you are going to have to do a tremendous amount of work before you ever truly start believing in your heart that what you're going to be able to do is achievable. All right. And what I mean by that is that you've got to model somebody. You've got to go find somebody who's done what you've done. You've got to go ask somebody or like Ben has his mentor, find somebody who's doing what you want to do. And you have to mimic those actions, trusting that they're going to produce that result, even though you may not believe at that time that it's going to happen. And here's what's going to happen. You're going to inch your way forward. 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 And all of a sudden, you're going to look in the mirror. You're going to look at your bank account or you're going to look at whatever it is you're looking at and you're going to say, holy fuck, it's working. And you're going to have a little bit of belief. Okay? And then you're going to work and you're going to work and you're going to work and guess what's going to happen? It's going to work some more. And then you're going to have a little more belief. Okay? So understand that the work is going to come before the belief. And doing the I am statements is helping you to believe, even if you don't fucking believe it. You see what I mean? Yeah. And I think people overlook that concept a lot because I, I feel like I get that question a lot. They're like, Andy, why? I, I, I get it, but man, I just I have a really hard time seeing it or believing it. So in, in hearing your thoughts, which are dead spot on, it brings up something that I forgot to mention was what I've actually done every day over these last, last six years. I actually broke down that every day, I call them points of contact, my voice needs to be heard out in the marketplace at a minimum 20 times a day. That means Andy goes, hey, I got a buddy who, you know, maybe you need to go do a speaking gig. So I'm going to send an email to him or I'm going to connect with this athlete or this athlete says you should get 20 times a day. I am active sending emails, text messages, making phone calls every single day, Monday through Friday. Every day, and a lot of times there's still carryover because in my business, I'm working all the time. But every day, 20 points of contact and what that's done, think about that, compounded day over day over day, it creates opportunity. It's no different than going in the gym. Andy says, if I'm going to lose weight, I'm not going to walk in and stare at the weights. No, you're going to say, here are the reps that I need to do. If I want to lose this weight, here's the number of sets, the number of reps on this exercise. Number of sets, number of reps on this exercise. And Andy gets committed. He's now doing all the reps. You're not going in saying, oh, I'm supposed to do 12 here, but six felt good today. No, I'm fucking doing 14. Right. You're you're going to do the extra. Right. So I think that's it is to have these big goals recognize you can identify the work it's going to take. You may not like what that work looks like. I may not like every day still waking up, still doing 20 points of contact every day, but it's what creates the opportunity. Yeah, dude. And let's think about this. And I'll just speak for both of us because I know I can on this. How fucking glad are you that you did that? Like, how, how, how good do you think I feel that I fucking took this year and did the work I needed to do? Even though the first three months I lost fucking like eight pounds and I, did, I didn't look any different. You know what I mean? I still showed up every day and fucking did it because I knew eventually shit was going to start moving. And, dude, people can relate to that with, like, fitness. I think people can re- – as hard as it is in fitness for people to understand it, they can grasp it. But they can't grasp it when it comes to their career. They have such a hard, much harder time. It's the same fucking thing. Dude, if you send enough emails, if you make enough calls, if you do enough meetings, if you shake enough hands, if you do enough, eventually things are going to start clicking. People, you know, 
and of course there's practical skills behind your actions. Like you can't just be a dumb fuck sending these stupid emails. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. You know, I, I think I, I think it comes down to it's it's every day. See, I, I think for you, the difference has been you've decided to no longer look at 335 pounds as a number. You've said today I'm going to do something about that 335. Yeah. And when I get done doing something about it today, and tomorrow shows up, I'm going to do something about it again. Yeah. And then the next day I'm going to do something about it again. Andy's not sitting here saying, "Hey, in two months from now, this is what's going to be there." No, you're saying I'm going to worry about today, which that's right. Fall in love with the process. That's right. Win the day. And that's what the 20 POCs means to me. That's my opportunity to win the day. Because if I do 18, the only guy that's going to look in the mirror at the end of the day and know if he did or didn't do what he said he was going to do in order to get to where he wants to go to is me. And no if question. I don't follow through and do it, it's winning the day. That's it. Dude, that, that really is it. And this brings up a good point for me because I wanted to talk about this anyway today. Um, you know, I spoke about this before. I talk about it every time I speak. I speak about it. It's so fucking simple that people look at me and they're like, well, no shit. But why don't you fucking do it? And what I'm going to talk about is the power list, okay? I have a thing that I've been using for 20, 17 fucking years, all right? It's called the power list. And if you've heard of it before, you know what I'm going to talk about for the next five minutes. If you haven't heard of it, this is going to be the best five minutes of your fucking life, all right? Here's the deal. Every single day... You've got to win the day. Ben and I both use that phrase all the time. I can't tell you how many times I text my dudes or call my dudes or call people or talk. I'm like, look, dude, just win today. Just worry about today. Make a habit of winning today. And that's what the powerless does. It helps you win the day. All right. So when you're first starting out on a goal, whether it be business, whether it be fitness, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You're in a process of changing your actions. You're in the process of changing things that are so ingrained into your brain that anything else seems like tremendous discomfort, tremendous work, all right? It's a pain in the ass. That is normal. Every sing- It's not just you. It's not just you know your goals or your situation. Every single person who ever attempts to get in shape, or whoever attempts to build a new company or progress in their career goes through that process because you're breaking habits, all right, and replacing them with new ones. So on day one, the way the power list works is this. You're going to take out a sheet of paper, and you're going to write at the top, day one, Monday, all right? And let's just for just for argument's sake, I'm going to make up some points. You're going to take the list. You're going to number it one, two, three, four, five, down the page, all right? And you're going to put in those spaces five critical tasks that you're going to do that day, all right? And this is important because I see people misusing the power list. They're putting power list and they're putting like goals underneath it. It's not a fucking goal. And this is this is a it's what a to do you today. You either do it or you don't yes. do it. It's a choice. This is actionable, actionable things that you are going to do, all right? So... On January 1st, 2016, this is what mine most likely looked like. I could go back and find it, but I'm just going to tell you what it looked like. Do cardio for 40 minutes. Lift chest, because everybody knows Monday is International Chest Day. (laughs) All right? So um, eat six, six meals that are on my program. All right? Then I'm going to call this person about this project and have a conversation with them. All right. And then I'm going to read my five to 10 or my 10 pages because I was out of the habit of reading at that time. 
All right. Now, as I do those things, so after I do my cardio, I'm going to go through, I'm going to draw a line through it. All right. This is important. As I, after I get done lifting my weights, I'm going to go through, I'm going to draw a line through it. All right. After I eat my last meal of the day where I didn't cheat and I didn't eat shit, I'm going to go through and draw a line through it. All right. These aren't in order. You don't have to do them in order. It's just the things I've got to do. Critical tasks that will move you forward. All right. We're not talking about brush your teeth. We're not talking, unless you have a problem brushing your teeth. You know, if it's a problem for you, go ahead and put it in there. All right. But I'll explain why this is important in a second. I'm, after I after I make my phone call and talk to you know this business opportunity and have that conversation, I'm gonna cross it off. All right. After I do all my things, I'm gonna cross it off. And at the end of those five things, guess what? I put a W on the page for win. All right. Now, I want to bring a couple things to your attention. One, everybody always asks, well, how come I don't put 18 things on there? This is why you don't put 18 things on there because you can't fucking do 18 critical tasks in a day. And it doesn't, you're not that disciplined to get all those things done every single day. So we're going to keep it real fucking simple. All we want to do is tick the needle forward a little bit. All right. So if I did those five things, that was a win. Go to the next day. Same things. All right. Let me, let me, let me cut yeah. you off and then turn the mic right back to you because I want everybody to capture this because Andy said he's hearing that when people are utilizing this power list that they're putting goals up on the board. What you did not hear Andy say is, today I'm going to make a million dollars in my business. No. No, it's the phone call that he can control that might lead to business. That's right. The only thing he can control is picking up the phone and making the phone call to have that interaction with somebody that might lead to business. That's right. These aren't goals. It's not, I'm going to lose 10 pounds today. It's, no, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to choose to work out, and then I'm going to choose to eat six meals. Everything he just mentioned, 100% of choice. You either right. do it or you don't. It's, it's things that, that are actionable steps that you can do, all right? They're not dependent on other people, okay? So you flip, you know, let's just flip through real quick. All right, go through first, let's say, 30 days of my program. Those The list is going to look pretty much the same because... I, I needed to get in the habit of doing those things, all right? So now 30 days in, I look back and I see all these crosses and all these W's, like all the cross-offs of the list and all these W's. So what am I doing? I'm creating momentum. I'm creating momentum in things that I didn't believe I could do. And when you create momentum in things you didn't believe you could do, guess what starts to happen? You start to believe it, okay? So... Let's say 30 days in, my list looks pretty much the same. I look back at it. It's five critical tasks that are pretty much the same task. You know, that call somebody might be meet somebody. Um, the read 10 pages, I might have got back in that habit a little faster. So I changed that, but that's what I want to bring up. Once the things that you put on there become natural for you, where you feel like you don't need to write them down anymore, that's when you stop putting them on the list because they are your new habits. You don't need a reminder to do those things. You don't need to cross those things off because you're going to fucking do them. Like, okay, so let's, let's fast forward to 30 days in. I'm doing cardio every day. I feel good about that. I'm going to do it every day because I'm feeling good. Um, I'm eating good every day. So I, I got two extra spaces. All right, I'm struggling with my weight still because I, I'm really still sore and I'm a little injured because I haven't lifted in a while. So I'm going to keep that on there. All right. So now I've got two other spaces to fill in there. 
So I take off the cardio. I take off the meals because those are new habits that I've accepted and I'm doing them automatically. And I make a new list. And the list would be, all right, um, and I took the 10 pages off too because I'm back in that habit. So now I've actually got three more slots for critical tasks, okay? So since I've got my fitness in control, I'm still going to write down the five tasks, no more than five, all right? And I'm going to write in, um, you know, call this person about that because I always want to move forward in my business and I don't want to ever take that for granted ever. I'm going to say, you know, go meet this person about that. I'm going to say, um, you know, make a podcast today. Start my podcast today. I'm going to say, um, you know, go do this charitable action today. And then, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to include new lists to help expand the other areas now that I've got this area ingrained as a habit. And what this does, guys, is this allows you to conquer little areas of your life at a time and, and get to the point where you want to go, okay? The biggest problem that people have whenever they try to do something is they try to do fucking everything. We're motivated. We're excited. You know what? I'm going to start my diet. I'm going to lift weights. I'm going to fucking become a billionaire. I'm going to become Mr. Fucking Charity. I'm going to do this. I'm going to become super dad. And you know what happens? Fucking nothing. Because you don't take the time to actually go through this process of letting these things start to ingrain themselves in your thoughts, in your actions on a daily basis. Because when you're winning every day, guys, and you're doing things, you start to develop something called confidence. Okay? And confidence is where you can lay down at night and close your fucking eyes and see the vision that you want to see and actually believe that you're going to be able to achieve it, all right? And this is the tool I use. This is the tool I show everybody. This is the tool I've been using. I have the same fucking notebook from 2005 when I, when I got a real official notebook, and I replaced the pages. It looks It's torn, tattered, but you know what? I'm never getting rid of the motherfucker because it's been with me the whole fucking journey. Here's another uh, principle that you've shared with me that relates to the power list that you haven't mentioned yet, and that is that I remember you and I were talking one time, and I said, oh, yeah, I got my power list done, but I... I was done by like 11 o'clock in the morning, so I must not have done it right. No, you did it perfectly right. Then you got all this free time. Right. If you won the day by fucking noon, guess what? You got the rest of the day to enjoy your fucking life. You don't have, that's, dude, that's a common mistake that people, dude, we, I know I hear this and I know you hear this all the fucking time, Ben. What about sleep? I got, I can't sleep. I got to, I got to be awake. I got to go to bed at one and wake up at two. I got to fucking, you know, be awake 27 hours a day like all these Instagram fuck faces tell everybody. It's not true. Dude, I sleep a shitload. I fuck off a shitload. But you know what I do first? All the shit on my power list. And you know what? I move forward a little bit every single day. There's, It's a basic concept. It's the tortoise and the hare, man. We all heard this shit when we were little kids. Who hasn't heard of the tortoise and the hare? I mean, some of you motherfuckers might not have heard it, but let's let's be real. This is the long game. This is long. This is lo- in the long game. If you do what we're talking about here and you actually focus on winning every single day, because a lot of people will fucking say, "Oh yeah, fucking utilizing the power list." You ain't utilizing the power list, motherfucker. You did it for like a month and then you quit. This is something I do every day of my life, every day, still to this day. Okay. You, if you give a purposeful effort into winning your day, that 
that long game will become very short, very quick. Okay, so that, you know, like Ben was saying, the vision of 40 years, no, it'll become four years. Because most people can't focus on a day-to-day basis to actually win seven days a week. I promise you that if you do this powerless the right way, and you and you can do it for a fucking year straight, you will not you will not be a year ahead. You will be five fucking years ahead of where you were today. Promise. And I guarantee you they'll be sending you a thank you email saying, I just cannot believe that one year of staying committed to something yielded this type of change in my life. Dude, it's like what I said a, a, a couple minutes ago. People underestimate the amount of progress they can make in a year and overestimate the amount of progress they can make in two, three months. And Vaughn, did you hear what I said? I didn't say results. I said change in your life. Dude, right. it's, it's a real change. Right. It's a That's real change. the thing. That's the cool thing here. Like Anybody can stick to a diet for 90 fucking days and be brutal about it. Not many people can like actually change their fucking habits or go from somebody who is an unproductive individual to somebody who is extremely productive and somebody who brings extreme value. You know, you might be this person listening right now. You might be the lowest dude on the totem pole at your company. But I can promise you, if you utilize what I'm talking about here, you will fucking be five fucking positions above where you are by this time next year because the other guys aren't doing it and they're not going to do anything like it. It's the ultimate fucking tool. It's the ultimate. It's the best thing you could possibly do. You know, you want my secret, like everybody's got their fucking secret. Buy my secret. Dude, I, that, I, if I would charge for that, it should be like $2 million fucking dollars. But I'm giving it to you for fucking free. Actually, I'm not giving it to you for free. I'm giving it to you in trust that you're going to tell your friends about the podcast and come listen to it. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, and then I can, you know, and then it'll compound from there. But dude, I mean... You've got your own version of this that we talk about all the time. I call it, I call it a prize fighter day. <clears throat> yes. it's, the, it's the exact same thing. And I'll, I'll actually take you to a, another individual who has helped shape my thinking, coaching. And he was the director of sports psychology for the Cardinals from 06 to 11, two World Series titles. His name is Dr. Jason Selk. He teaches the same thing. Focus on three things a day. So he says three. Yeah. So there's but so got, many. But the point is, it's the point simple. is, it's simple. Right. His is three. Mine's three. Yours five. is five. But at the end of the day, it's focusing on the things you can control. But Jason always says, making yourself uncomfortable speeds up the process of mental toughness. So when you pick these things, they have to make you uncomfortable. It's not things that are like super easy. Right. It's not Andy saying, I'm going to eat one piece of fruit today because that, then right. I'll feel that's, healthy. No, that's it's where the six, discipline. Yes. It's, if he wants critical to lose tasks. the weight, critical task, that's, that means six times a day, I have to be intentional about what I eat. Not I'm going to eat an apple today. And if I eat an apple, I'm going to feel really healthy by the end of the day. Right. And I'm going to start dropping pounds. No, it's, it's about 100% what you just said. It's about five times a day doing something that's a little bit uncomfortable. Nobody likes picking up the phone and calling somebody they don't want they never talked to before. It's weird as fuck. All right? And I'm a fucking world-class salesman. I'm going to tell you right now, I still don't like it. So you sure as fuck ain't going to like it. And it's going to be uncomfortable. It's just the way it is. You got to do it. Okay? But I forced myself to do it. Ben forced himself to do it. Anybody. Jerry Rice didn't fucking like running those fucking sand dunes. He didn't like that shit. So when Jerry and I spent time together, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, when you heard him talk about his relationship with Bill Walsh and the amount of focus that he had and the extra work that he put in, Bill Walsh had to shorten the practice field because every time Jerry Rice would catch a ball in practice, he would run it back to the end zone as if it was a touchdown. 
So if they're practicing on the other 20, he's going to catch a little slant pass and he's going to run 80 yards. And finally, Bill Walsh said, Jerry, we're shortening the practice field. You got to stop this. You've got to stop running every ball. He did every, he did just extra and extra. He talked about walkthroughs. He said, man, he goes, I never believed in a walkthrough. He said, I didn't understand what a walkthrough was. I'd go full pace in a walkthrough. Coach Walsh would be like, Jerry, slow down. Wait, wait, this wait. is a walkthrough. Wait, 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 wait. But what happened when he went full pace in a walkthrough? How did the other players react around Oh, him? he said everybody else would pick it up. Exactly. But here's the key. When you put in the work, right, when you do the disciplines, everything slows down for you. And that was one of the big takeaways I had with Jerry was if I give more in practice, if I give more in my craft, Andy's saying if I read 10 pages, why are you reading 10 pages? Because you want to get better. Then guess what? You're going to learn something in those 10 pages that's going to turn around in your business when you see something. You're going to be like, Holy cow, I've worked on this. I've read this. I read about this entrepreneur who faced this. Wow, that just slowed down for me. Yeah. I can actually make a better sound decision because I'm constantly learning trying to get better. Because I've already seen that I've already seen that scenario in somebody else's life, which means I'm not gonna fuck it up and cost myself a million bucks. You know what I mean? And that comes from the ten day the ten pages a day. Dude, you guys have to realize that doing these things like that we're talking about here, this isn't like because everybody's like, oh, fucking power list, yeah. And they like get all excited and shit. And I'm like, motherfucker, you ain't even doing it. Because you were the same motherfucker that was on my page six months ago, looking the same, acting the same, posting the same shit. You're the same. And I know people that really fucking do the power list, they aren't the fucking same. They grow, they change because they have no choice. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So I don't think we can end this podcast without raising another issue. And I'm cheating a little bit because I'm going to give people a little bit of a, a tiny little bit of an insight into your upcoming motivation book, if that's okay. That's fine. Okay. So, uh, so you have said before that uh, one of the things that makes a difference between the mediocre and the truly successful is the mediocre buy into this lie of setting manageable goals. Look, man... <clears throat> Everybody's got their way. And and here's so we talked about a minute ago, like your goals, right? And how you don't use the power list for fucking goals. What people do when they fuck the power list up is they put their fucking goals in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they don't put the action steps in there. So they put these fucking goals in there. Like, and they'll make a power list. I've seen some online. Power list for the week. No, there is no fucking power list for the week. There's a power list for the fucking day. Because if you have a power list for the week and you only got five things on it, then you waste six fucking days. Right? So a lot of people will teach this. Well, you know, you got to build confidence. So we're going to set these small goals to see you can actually start to build some confidence. No. Find somebody who's achieving at a fucking gigantic level. Model their behavior. And when you start to see the results, you will start to have confidence because you'll see things working. Too many people... Too many people set these goals that are easily attainable thinking it's for their betterment of having confidence. But the thing is, is that what that does when you set small goals is that when you go to visualize or you go to think about what you want to be five years from now, you're thinking fucking small. You know, think of all the impossible things that have been created in our world. Fucking look at the airplane, man. The airplane was impossible. It was impossible to fly like a bird through the sky. It was fucking impossible. But you know what? The Wright brothers believed that it was possible 
but they had an impossible goal. And if you don't have impossible goals, you'll never achieve impossible feats. It's just the way it works. Okay. If you want to be in the NFL or you want to be a professional sportscaster or you want to be a fucking billionaire, you better fucking believe it at the beginning. Because it ain't going to happen if you start doing, you know, hey, I want to make 20000 a year. And now I'm going to make thirty, And then, you know what, I'm going to make forty. We don't have that much time. You've got to think big. You've got to have big actions. You've got to make the big phone calls. You've got to make the big introductions. You've got to have fucking balls to do that shit. Because if you don't, not only will you not believe in it, and not only will it never happen, but you're going to end up with a life that you didn't really want. With spending it with people you don't really like, you know, with money that you wish you had more of, and a house that you wish you didn't live in, you know, and all because you were setting these small goals. Don't base your goals off what fucking people think you should want or what your neighbors have or what what the fuck do you want? Right. You know what I mean? The two thoughts that Dude, I absolutely big goals, love. Those big goals inspire big actions. Yeah. Big actions produce big results. The thought that you you mentioned in the book, again, a preview, but we play to the level of our goals. Yeah. And I, I think that's an incredible thought. I also like the fact that uh, in the in the chapter you talk about how when people say set manageable goals, well, that's really insulting. It is They're insulting. They're basically saying, I don't believe in you. I, I don't, don't believe, believe in, in your you potential. And I don't believe in your potential. And you know what? I don't believe myself either. Because if I believed in myself, I would know that those things were possible. You have to be careful of people who say that because I get a lot of flack on this. People will argue with me. They'll say, no, small obtainable goals are much better. No, they're not. And they'll say, I'll say, why do you think that? And they'll say, well, because, you know, these people don't really believe in themselves, blah, blah, blah. Well, I just fucking told you 10 minutes ago that the work comes before the belief. So you got to find somebody who's doing the shit on the level that you want to be on and do what they do. You model them. You roll by every fucking great quote-unquote behavior specialist, motivational speaker, whatever the fuck you want to call them, all model people. You, you think I didn't model people? You know what I mean? Everybody models other people. That's okay. But you have to start behaving in those, in those manners, and what will happen is you'll start producing similar results. And then what's going to happen to your belief? It's sure as fuck going to be a lot better that you believe in these big goals from this big person who's achieved the shit you really want than you believing that you can make fucking 30 grand a year because that's what your fucking high school teacher told you. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, small goals, small attainable goals, that's letting you off the hook. That's letting you, that's letting you do the minimal so that you can get the minimal. You know, this podcast isn't for those motherfuckers. If that's you, you probably should go find another podcast. This podcast is for people that want to do big shit who want to be at the top of their game, who want to make millions of fucking dollars, who want to be great parents, who want to be able to teach their kids how to handle themselves and succeed in this world. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This isn't for fucking pussies. It's always been that way. It's always going to be that way. So if you want to set small attainable goals and that's what your little fucking delicate flower self thinks is the best, go ahead and do that. But the rest of us will be enjoying our lives doing the cool fucking shit that we want to do. Right? Right. I mean, nobody gave me permission to fucking start a podcast. We're one of the top podcasts in the fucking world right now. Nobody gave me, you know, nobody told me, oh, we, we can create a fucking, you know, nine-figure fucking business out of fucking selling vitamins when we sold seven bucks the first fucking day. People would laugh at you, of course. But, dude, the th and, and this is the other thing. Like your mentor, I'm still trying to get better. I'm still trying. I'm trying to get to the, to, to the B's. I'm not trying to be in the M's. I'm trying to be in the B's. 
you know? And when I tell people that now, guess what? The reaction's the same. <laughs> That's <laughs> laughy faces, you know, fucking emo. Fuck you. Because I'm going to fucking do it. You know, we've come this far. There's no reason I can't get to that level. And dude, that's what happens. Like, do you think I'd have that confidence in myself if I had not, you know, believed because I was taking these big actions? No, I'd be like, all right, let's, let's open maybe one more store, maybe two more stores. And that'd be it. You know, and we'll just kind of like live like Corona commercial chill. I don't fucking want that. I want to be the fucking best. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the confidence comes from those big goals. Like, I believe that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying this for the show. Like, I believe, like, you guys all know that. Like, Absolutely. I fucking mean it. Yeah. I, I'd love a, a detailed, actionable takeaway. Really a challenge for everybody listening is, number one, what is it that you really want? Right? If you were to hold nothing back, what is it that you really want? Right? Andy shared examples of being complete, I mean, just a true visualization of what his success would look like. He hit it. Now there's a bigger visualization. So write down the exact goals of where you want to go and then start putting a power list to it every day. Right? It's going to cause you to put pressure to take action every single day. And that's the key. Have the visualization, take the action every day. It's a simple start. And yeah. it's a simple start that everybody can follow through with. It's not even a start, though. This like it's today's a start. But a month from now, you're going to adjust and you're going to evolve. And it's going to be the same system. What we're giving you here is more powerful than any fucking system you can go out and buy, than any, you know, coach you can hire. Because it's 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 a system that can evolve. It's a system that can grow with you. And you're the only discipline. There's two things that will take discipline about this. One, you got to do the shit that you write down. Two, you got to know when those things have become habit and replace them with new shit. Because what happens is you'll find yourself right back in the comfort zone. You'll be doing these five things you did on day one for six months and it's habit. And guess what? That's all you're going to get out of it. So if you don't constantly push and constantly evolve and constantly add new things, which takes discipline because you know you're going to have to like self-evaluate and say, all right, this needs to be checked off. This needs to be checked off because they're a habit now. If you miss that part of it, it, it won't work for you. If you use it properly, you will be a completely different person in 12 months. Completely different. And we would be wrong if we don't mention something else you've said, which is that this is not a clean, perfect process. There are days you're going to feel like a fraud. That's right. And there there's are days, days you're going to write an L on the fucking paper. Right. Like there's, there's days you're going to write an L on the paper. Right. But dude, you know what? At the end of the day, if you got fucking five here and fucking two here, or you've got four here and you've got three here, you know, you got four W's and three L's, did you win the fucking week? Yeah. Yeah. That's how fucking winning works. One score is higher than the other fucking score. And guess what? If you win the fucking week and you win the next week and you win the next week and then you win the fourth week of the month, guess what? You win the fucking month. All right. And then if you win the month and you win the next month and the next month and the next month, guess what? You won the year. And when you win the year, you I'm pretty fucking confident that you're going to be created a habit of winning, which means you've made winning who you are. And there's nothing more powerful than that. Nothing. Right. So people should embrace the messiness because it's, it's consistency that matters. Dude, there's a number of days that I still lose the day. But I win a lot fucking more than I lose. A lot more. Do you lose? Do you have days that you lose? Absolutely. It's not about being perfect. It's about That's getting right. better every day. And a lot of times it's in about the, the loss, quest. If you can be yeah. perfect, good for you. That's the ideal. And, and you can progress fast with that. But dude, I don't know anybody that does it perfect. No. But that should be the goal. 
I can guarantee you if you do it perfect, you're going to fucking dominate. But like, dude, you know, I want to say this one more time. You know, we have, I I hear the powerless 47,000 times a fucking week because people tag me in it and every, almost every time they're not doing it right. Make sure you understand how to do it right. Make sure you're doing it right. Don't adjust it. Don't put your fucking twist on it. I'm giving you the fucking secret sauce right here. And what do you, what do you think? It literally comes down to the daily actions. You could, Like I said, you can have all the big goals, all the big dreams that you want, but if you choose to not take daily action to make those dreams come true, they will never happen. And, and I know the world that we live in today, it's this world of everything's just going to work out perfectly and it's going to be sunshine and rainbows and unicorns, but the reality is it does not work that way. If you are unwilling to put in the work, you have to settle for the fact that you're going to fall short of where you want to be. 100%. And if you do put in the work, there's zero chance you won't end up very, very close to where you want to be. Very close. It's not a, it's not a fucking magic. It's not, we talk about this all the time. It's, it's, it's cause and effect. It's action result. It's math. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nothing more than that. Um, ben, it's been a while since you've been on. Why don't you share your contact information, your, your social media handles and such? Well, everybody stay connected at, uh, at continued fight. That's for Instagram and uh, Snapchat is Continued Fight, Twitter at Continued Fight. So Continued Fight is typically the best way to find me, but uh, it just feels so good to be back with the three of you, including the <laughs> birthday boy over there, Tyler. <laughs> but uh, it, it feels so good to be back. It's been a, a wild ride of a year, but uh, the, the love that I continue to get where people continue to tag, when are you guys going to be back in there yeah, together? It, feel, it feels so good. So I'm very excited to be with each and every single one of you, and it's a Finish the year strong. Just let it go. Finish the year strong. Don't hold back. Guys, um, first of all, I have far more listeners on the podcast, unique downloads, than I have Instagram followers. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you need to follow me there because I do daily content. You might get two podcasts a week. You're going to get something from me every day on Instagram. All right. It's at Andy Frisella. My Snapchat is at MFCEO-1. Those are my two main platforms. I'm also on Facebook for you older people that still use Facebook. <laughs> I love Facebook, but a lot of the young folks don't like it. But um, guys, uh, well, Vaughn, you tell them where you are too. I'm, I'm at Vaughn Kohler for everything. V-A-U-G-H-N-K-O-H-L-E-R. So guys, uh, before we let you go, um, I just want to say thank you so much. Dude, we are having a, a tremendous amount of growth, and I know that's coming from you guys keeping your promise to bring me one friend if you found value in the podcast, okay? Um, I'm not asking you to you know, tell everybody. I'm not asking you to go out and make posts about it, although that would be cool. But you know, we don't charge. We don't sell anything. I'm not asking you to buy shit. But what I would like is for you to refer one friend. Um, that's our little fee. It's always our little fee. So if you're new, that's, that's what we ask for. Um, found value, refer a friend. Um, guys, again, if you're going to do this, do it right, because this is something that has changed and defined my life over and over and over again. And it's going to be the tool that I use to take our businesses into the B's. When I say B's, if you don't know what that means, it means billions. Okay. That's my goal. We want to be the best. We want to, we want to be, uh, the standard. I want people to write fucking books about what we did. All right. And that's not going to happen without this tool that we just talked about here, the power list mm-hmm. um, and all the other things that we talked about, tr- obviously. But I think the takeaway here is that, you know, it's daily actions. It's what you do today. 
It's not what you're going to do tomorrow. It's not what you did last week. It's not what you did yesterday. It's what you do today. And if you can focus on what you do today and you can win the day, you have an opportunity to win tomorrow. And if you can win tomorrow, then you have an opportunity to win the next day. But that's what you need to stay focused on because what we're talking about here is redefining your habits and redefining the way that you attack your life. And if you can apply these tools and this effort and the things that we're talking about on a daily basis into your life, you are going to smash every single person that is in your organization, that is competing with you, anything. You're just going to be it because they're not doing it. So guys, use the power list. If you have questions about the power list, send us an email, make me a comment on Instagram. I'll answer it. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Love you guys. We'll talk to you next time. This is for the G's and this is for the hustlers. This is for the hustlers. Now back to the G's.